the whole thing about the web, and I think I don't think this is unique to just web, the you know web design. I think any kind of industry has this. It's always changing. It's always evolving. And uh, for me, I think the reason why we've done as well as we have, or well at all, or, or however you look at it, is because of that. It isn't anything that we know. It's what we're willing to know. And it's always finding excuses to kind of push ourselves. The minute you're comfortable and you think you sort of haven't figured out, something else is going to come along and show you that you don't. Episode 92, April 2015. This is part three of my Q&A with Trent Walton, founder and product designer at Parabell. This episode is sponsored by the Dreplin Design Company and Field Notes. Do you have a daily routine? A daily routine? Yeah. It's it's a big breakfast, exercise in the morning. I, I've tried to do it later in the day, but it's just, it's just I, I, you know, you get going and it's either because you have a meeting or you get really excited about something and you don't want to stop. So if, if anything that, that isn't work-related, I try to get it done before. So if I've got to run any errands or, or, or get some exercise, I'll grab all that. And then work until about like five or six, kind of dependent upon the season if it gets dark sooner or anything like that and then after that it's just <laughs> i won't go into super great detail but it's get down entertain the kids make sure dinner's on the table or and, and then you know feed them bathe them hang out play some music with them anything and then you know be exhausted until you <laughs> until you fall asleep they're uh they're one and a half and three and a half so maybe uh things will slow up a little bit but it's 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 gangbusters here right now what kind of exercise do you like I like swimming the most. Just the lack of resistance, you always feel super good. And I, I like to eat more than exercise. And I think I feel like swimming is the one thing that really gets like builds an appetite. And you, I mean, it maybe makes you eat more than you know more calories than you burn. But whatever, it's fun. And then I do like a little bit of running and a little bit of weights and all that kind of stuff. So, but I feel like swimming is the thing that I'll be doing the longest. Like it seems like a very sustainable type of exercise. You know, minimal impact on joints and stuff. I guess. How do you learn stuff? Oh, uh, this is, there's a bit of like an economy at Paravel that I think Dave is probably super rich in. But what I mean by that is it's like, if there's something new and we feel like we should learn it, or we're just interested in it and we want to, there's always like, I'll go figure it out and I'll bring it back to you guys and tell you what I know to make it easier. And I think like, I don't know if that would just work all the time. I think we all sort of know how we, the other one learns and so we can kind of cater to that and also like how maybe slow or curmudgeon we might be about not wanting to learn something at a given time but usually it's just like learn by doing you know I think that's the best way I also you know I write posts and sometimes I'll give talks and it's almost a way to force yourself to to have like you know, not ultimate expertise or anything like that, but just a level of expertise to where you can explain it, you know, in, in, with your own words. That, so if I really think it's important, you know, I'll start writing about those things. So it's almost like, a, like, you know, maybe other people find it useful, but I almost think that for me, it's more useful for myself to have to summarize something and spit it back out. I think that's probably how a lot of people learn, maybe everybody. I think the best example of that is uh, Chris Corrier at CSS Tricks. Like he writes you know, these blog posts and makes these little, these code pens. But I, 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 for sure, he's learning those things as he's doing it. He kind of is out learning out in the open. So the more experimentation and uh, like 
practice you can have that's actual real you know that's in, in real code or with real design with real kind of feedback loops and all that kind of stuff uh, the better maybe the opposite of the question is also interesting how would you say one does not make good progress oh i'd probably i mean i almost think um worrying too much about getting it right uh, you know getting it perfect you set these expectations. Maybe you've built something, you've done a good job, and you're like, "Oh wow, well, people expect like a certain standard of work, so I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to do it anything else. Or I don't want to learn." But I mean, you know, the whole thing about the web, and I think I don't think this is unique to just web, the you know, web design. I think any kind of industry has this. It's always changing. It's always evolving. And uh, for me, I think the reason why we've done as well as we have, or well at all, or, or however you look at it, is because of that. It is anything that we know it's what we're willing to know and it's always finding excuses to kind of push ourselves the minute you're comfortable and you think you sort of have it figured out something else is going to come along and show you that you don't so uh yeah you just got to keep up with it and and i and i also think that it's okay to there's certain people i think who are really good at keeping up with everything dave Rupert is one of them. He, he, he stays on top of a lot of this stuff. And, and I think it's also okay, though, and I think this is what I do. I pick a few things to specialize in, to focus a little bit more time and energy on, because, you know, if they're more interesting to me, then I'll spend more time on them. And do you know how your friend does that? I think he's got a uh, USB port in the back of his head that he plugs <laughs> in at night. We joke about it. Um, I... I I think part of it is how early he got into the web. Like he's always had a very broad understanding. I mean, early on, it didn't take much probably to have a, a broad, broad like understanding of how things work. But, uh, oh, I mean, I think, um, and he also hosts a, a podcast as well. Uh, and I think that kind of plays into it, having sort of a general sense and being able, and I mean, I almost get the sense that you might have, experience the same thing but being able to carry a conversation with a, a wide range of talents sort of lends itself to that you have to kind of stay on your toes okay everybody my name is aaron james draplin just got done telling you about my whole life uh the good the bad the gross the ugly the weird the sinister the awesome and now you need to go to draplin.com and buy some killer merch draplin.com backslash merch and things that you need, right? Okay, you need to go there and look at this stuff. And then when you're done with that, you need to go to fieldnotesbrand.com and get some memo books. We'll ship them anywhere. If you're listening to this in Vienna, Austria, or Vienna, Illinois, hell, wherever that is, we will we'll ship them there too, okay? fieldnotesbrand.com. You need these things. $9.95 for a three-pack. Would you pay for coffee today, right? Right, right? You need this stuff. So draplin.com, fieldnotesbrand.com, and uh, yeah. Those are, the, those are the only two links you need in your life. There you go. Do we have any tips against procrastination? Oh, I, I think that, I mean, there's, there's a lot of self-help tips I could probably make up off the top of my head. But I would almost say if um, you feel like being lazy, uh, and, th and this this is separate from work deadlines. Like, let's just say, take care of your business. <laughs> you know, get get turn in the things that you're supposed to turn in when you've committed to turning them in. But even that, though, like maybe what you agree to or the kind of deadlines that you set or how much work you take on, I think that it's okay a little bit to look at how you feel. And if you want to be a little bit lazy, do it. 
just be lazy. Like there was um, last year, we had a really long. When we had, we, we usually have really long years, but it was a really long year, and it was like there was a job we could have taken over Christmas, and it would have sort of occupied like maybe two weeks out of that that we would have really been kind of had like a low a lull, which a lull would have been fine, and we could afford to do it. And I we didn't do the job, and I was I just watched TV and played video games and went to the park with the kids. I mean, just I mean nothing, and it wasn't like I'm taking off and I'm going to justify it because I'm I, now I'm going to write an article or I'm going to do this. I did nothing. I just didn't want to do it. And it and then I came. I mean, then you sort of come back renewed and like then you re, you're really hungry to, to to build something. So you know if you can, I think it's okay. I mean, maybe there's a reason for that. But if you know other other than that, like just from the day to day turn apps off turn twitter off i do think having whether it's a company you work with or just some friends that you hang out with online that you're sort of showing things to regularly they get used to seeing something from you every day and so like you know if you don't have anything to say or if you haven't posted anything or done anything it's not a bit i mean no one's gonna say hey you're you know you're being lazy we trust each other too much for that but at the same time you're, it's like, wait a minute. Did you did you read you know F1 news all day long, or, or are you are you designing websites? So I, you know those problems. I don't think we've ever had them because we're all just sort of supportive, and we all kind of keep each other at a very like reasonable, but I think fast clip on the on the work and the productivity standpoint. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? I don't know. I mean, no, that's a good. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I definitely think everyone has. A little bit of that and I, I, I surely do oh, man I don't know I think it helps like I you know I think the number one thing is don't equate like how good the website you launched or bad the website you launched this week is with your personal value I mean it's very difficult to separate those and it isn't something that like you do once and you're it's over but once you sort of, I mean, it's a, you know, and I think again, I keep going back to all this stuff. The family and really the the two guys I work with, it's there's a lot of balance that comes with that, and they know they know they know me before websites, uh, they know I'm like a jackass, and and, and they accept me for, for for all of that, all the silly stuff and whatever. The, having that really helps to sort of you you sort of build an environment that helps to set, to pull you away from any kind of like tunnel vision you could get around you know, marrying your self-worth with like how you're doing professionally. Like it, I think once you can kind of get over that, you, uh, you can almost use it to your advantage. Like I look at, I look at other work or I look at um, what other people talk about or how, or just how they're doing. And I'm like, wow, I suck. I'm terrible. I want to get better. And so I think there's a, it's like this thing. It, it's, it's like playing with fire, fire maybe, but you can kind of use it to your advantage as a motivation and and I think the more comfortable you are with yourself, the more the less you're like that. The less somebody's good work makes you insecure about your own. You can maybe appreciate it more, recognize that it's better than yours, but it can also kind of fuel you know you to improve or or, or just almost fuel your interests in any given direction because of all that. I think it might also make you less arrogant in the long run. Yeah, oh, see, that's I mean, I I people ask a lot. Of, I mean, I I didn't study design in college. And I'm sure it would have paid off. It would have benefited me if I had done so. But the silver lining for me there is, I think I'm sure every day I go to work, like there's going to be this thing that everybody learned the second week of design school 
and I don't know it. And everybody's, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be standing in a meeting with 50 people in front of me, telling them what they should do about their website, and I'll be realized I'm, a, you know, that I'm a fraud. And so, I mean, it isn't, it isn't so dramatic, and I'm never like that concerned. But this like, n- like this little nagging doubt is good. I mean, and yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's so dramatic as I, as I made it sound, but I do kind of appreciate that side of it that um you know it's something that i've kind of fallen into and I, and anything that i've learned i've le- i've learned through knowledge sharing and the kindness of strangers and articles and blog posts and so that that generosity that's built a lifestyle and a career for me I, you know i'm going to try to pay that back and, and and be open and not feel like you know anything i've learned somebody has taught me so there's nothing too too special about that other than that well if if there's anything special about it it's the web itself it's the community that we have so mm-hmm.